You are listening to the Hockey Heaven Podcast. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous Forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 4 of the Hockey Heaven Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about what the hell has happened in the first round uh, and we're going to touch about it on our second round predictions um, and we're also going to uh, maybe fill in what, what what's happening with the uh, Canadian teams and why they're all out. So, Oh god, how are we all out again? Like, yeah. How did this happen again? It's crazy. Wait, is 26 years now? Is that what it is? I think so. That yeah. the Canadian Montreal's, team hasn't won the cup. Montreal's the last one. Brutal. Jeez. And, I know. Oh, honestly, we're all in the same boat. Uh, people can make fun of the Senators and the and the Oilers all they want, but we're all in this together. Like the the Oilers are the joke of the regular season. The Flames are the joke of the playoffs. The Canucks are the jokes of the draft lottery. The Senators are a joke off the ice. The Leafs are a joke in general. The Jets are just busy playing Fortnite. Um, you guys speak we're, French. we're talking French. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> like we're we're all losers here, and it kind of sucks. But uh, you know, I'm waiting for the day that one team gets through. Well, hopefully, it's the Oilers. Uh, me personally, I don't want to see a Canadian team win the cup until my Oilers do. Yeah, I don't I'm know if you guys way. feel the same way. I want us Absolutely. to be the the one before and the one now. <laughs> like we were the last ones to do it. I want us to be the the next ones to do it. I, I will say though, I, I think, think it'll be one of our. Three who do you guys teams. think is the closest? You I think, think so? it'll be one of our three. I think because, Winnipeg lost oh, its chance, I think, right? Yeah, Winnipeg. Yeah. Oh, I don't know Winnipeg's if lost their chance. It's not like they had ELCs like the Leafs did. Ottawa they have a team. Close. No, like Wheeler's only thirty-one. He if he see resigns back in Winnipeg, which I'm not sure if he has yet. Uh, They're gonna lose some players in this offseason, though. I mean, I don't yeah, know if they, they can resign Truba. Yeah, I I don't know about that. And Myers, I would maybe they get, he leaves too. Maybe they will get Gardner. Maybe. 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 Yeah. Talk about I'm another like, game seven like woe by him too. Holy <laughs> <crap>. <laughs> How does that happen again? The Jets, the Jets got to get to game seven though. Like, yeah. <laughs> like oh. what are they? They're out in six. Jeez. Who else? I mean, <clears throat> Vancouver's close. Uh, I mean, I don't know what, what's happening in Oil City. They got McDavid. We don't have a GM yet. That's so true. You don't have a GM. Let's wait until we have a GM to start analyzing Ma- what we're going to do. Montreal's got some old guys, and now we got some young guys. I don't know what's happening there. There's some hope, there's some hope at least. I'm pretty sure Same. your guys' management group is is in better shape than your guys' players. In better shape? Yeah. Dude, they could. I think they could bench the players. Like, <laughs> I have their forearms are the size of my legs. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> or not their uh... forearms, their biceps. Their biceps are massive. Like, they're just uh... the lift bros. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's dig into the playoff series. Uh, well, hold on. First, I want to talk about the uh, the giveaway that we did last episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. I want to touch on that. Uh, so we didn't get as many uh, entries as we want, so we're actually going to extend the giveaway to this episode as well. 
but don't worry uh you can go back and watch the last episode give it a like a retweet uh retweets are worth two entries and likes are gonna be worth one entry um so yeah you can do that with the last episode this episode and try to maximize your amount of entries to win the the gift card um and yeah we'll announce the winners next episode so with that being said yeah with that being said let's hop into the san jose vegas series and let's try to unravel the events that occurred last night oh my god does anybody (laughs) want to does anybody even want to attempt to uh touch on this series like i'm what the hell happened i'm still pissed from watching honestly well okay i i i'm i feel robbed like i like I'm not a Vegas fan, and no. I feel really bad for them. In fact, I don't like Vegas. I don't like either of these teams. But I feel bad for them. Like, they, I think they outplayed San Jose, and I think they deserved a better fate. Like, yeah. Honestly. The last two games especially. Yeah. I mean, we... Okay, so everyone knows about the penalty call. We all, we all saw it. It was awful. Like, an absolute shit call. Like, maybe two minutes. Bad. Maybe. I don't... There's no way. I have no idea how that's a five-minute penalty and ejection. I don't know that if that's even a penalty. No, I don't. I honestly don't think it is. It's just an awkward fall. That yeah, it sucks. Like that 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 looks like hurt. Obviously, it did. But like, there's no intent to injure there. Or anything like that. I, it was a horrendous, horrendous penalty call. However, yeah, I know. to give up four goals in four minutes is yeah. just like <laughs> fucking Power, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, it's no. real bad. Now hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually try and play devil's advocate. I'm gonna put I'm gonna be in the ref's perspective here. He didn't see what happened. There's a guy bloodied all over the ice. So don't call the, the, line, don't the call linesman the comes up to you and says that Cody Eakin uh, cross checked the guy and uh, this has been a very dirty series. There's been guys taking literal shots, slap shots at other players. People were ejected in was it game five or six? Uh, I think three players just got tossed for doing absolutely nothing just to try and calm things down. And I think that's what the ref was trying to do there. If you if you can't see what happened, you cannot toss someone. You can give them a two-minute penalty share. You cannot eject someone. Like, holy. But you can't give it You can't give a two-minute. It's not in the rules to give a two-minute penalty when a guy's bleeding on the ice. That the is a five-minute major. He, just, he fell on his face, though. That, ugh. I, like, I'm he, just, he didn't actually I'm just, get cross-checked. Yeah, I, I, I know, but... From the ref's perspective, it was the cross jack that, you know, led to the, to the injury. Okay, and this here's is where I here's jump what on, I'm. I'm gonna jump on your bandwagon, Grayson. Go ahead. I think what you're gonna say is yeah. Here, gonna say. Here, well, I'll start with what I think is gonna happen, and then I'll end with what I think the solution should be. So, okay. I think what <clears> happened <throat> is that it was three nothing Vegas. That play happened. The refs didn't know it happened, and they were like, you know what? It's three nothing Vegas. What's the worst that can happen? Let's give them the five minute penalty. You know, just in case, because we didn't see what happened. So they give them the five-minute penalty, and what do you know? They score the four goals, right? <laughs> because, yes, it looked pretty bad. Like, he was bleeding. He was out cold. Like, I, if I, you know, wasn't watching, let's say I was looked away for five seconds and looked back, I would have been like, wow. Oh, my God. That yeah. was probably pretty bad, right? Yeah. But if you watched the play, you would understand that that's just a hockey play. Like, Cody Eakins just clearing the guy he's battling with the sentiment off the draw like he should uh and he won the battle joe went backwards off balance and unfortunately statsny who was driving out to his defenseman to cover the point you know got tangled with him and he fell awkwardly and i hope that joe is okay 
Uh, I know, I know oh, head, head injuries does. are rough, and I wish him all the best. I hope we see him playing next round for sure because he's a hell of a captain. And I think it really showed how much the Sharks care. And, like, you know, they just looked like a different team for that last, the last bit of that game where they just they were going to win and they wouldn't be denied. I was waiting for him to come back Paul Korea style and score the winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Now, 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 <laughs> now having, having said that, this is why I was saying a couple episodes ago, what is the big, what is the downside of, of giving the refs the ability, if they miss a call like that, to go to the penalty box and saying, hey, can we watch it or just take a second and watch on the big screen just to see what happened? Because you're slowing I, those refs down the probably, game so much. But I, I, but you just, so in instead of slowing down the game, you've now robbed one team of going to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, there's been teams that have been robbed the Stanley Cup. They're a foot in the crease. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but we're not in that era anymore. We're not in that era anymore. Like, this is a new era where if we're going to have reviews for goals and we're going to do this thing, then let's get it right. Let's let's have reviews for for these kind of things so this doesn't happen anymore because enough's enough now all of a sudden then you're waiting two three minutes every whistle and it's just it's gonna turn no, no, into football. i'm not saying well, i'm not saying every whistle i'm saying when it's like a game changing call like that where I, how about any major any five minute major that, that if someone's getting ejected it's it reviewable magic review maybe just maybe. automatically review it maybe we start with that yeah but, um for sure but I, I, it just it just left such a bitter taste in my mouth, and I'm, oh, I'm glad. I I, you know what? I'm glad that Vegas sent it to overtime because at least they had the chance to, yeah. to right their wrong, yeah. and they lost. So they lost, but um, it's unfortunate because even in, even if they call a double minor there, Vegas only or San Jose only scores two, right? Two goals, and then yeah, the two. penalty's over. So um, it, either, I don't think there's a rule to call a double minor there. Yeah. No, but I'm just giving an example where um, it's just unfortunate. And it, it sucks, it but is. like you said, Zane, it's hockey. There's been worse. There's probably been worse. There, there's been worse calls, and there will be worse calls after that. Um, I'm sure. So yeah, if you go it back all, to the it, 2017 yeah. playoffs with the Winners and Ducks, that's true. Holding the pad. Yeah, yeah that's right. There's been yeah, worse but calls. Even, that's a good example too. Like maybe give it like give it. Well, let the refs review that, right? They did. They reviewed it, and they. they just blew it. <laughs> oh, they did. <laughs> yeah, one ref said to the other, "What are we going to tell Perry?" And and all of a sudden, the ref was. Uh, and the goal was allowed. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought I thought that's why they, they gave were, were, were challenges last year or this year. They were last year. No, they were ah, two yeah. years ago. Two years two ago. Two years ago. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm just I had a brain fart there. My bad. <laughs> Either way, yeah. Like it all comes back to you, you can't skip up four goals on a five minute. No, no, like, no, no. Yeah, that's totally chance. Vegas's fault, right? You can't. It was just brutal. You could say they lost because of the penalty, but you can also say, well. You shouldn't give up four. Like, what, what's your PK doing, right? Right. You can say same, both. Yeah, there was, was no team call. in the league that was going to be able to stop that power play. Seeing your captain get held, carried off like that, Joe no, Thornton's it's the holding his head. Yeah, yeah, it's the sixth, sixth best power play in the league. Yeah, sixth best power play in the league, and they're all jacked up to the nines because their captain's hurt. Yeah, yeah. there's no one going to stop that. Oh, for sure. But four um, goals is ridiculous. Like, holy. I'm surprised that they, they got four on Flurry. Like, good for them. Because Flurry's a hell of a goalie. So, you know, do they he, stand well, any is, chance against Colorado? I didn't think, I didn't think he was great in this series. Do they stand any chance against Colorado? We'll talk about that later. Well, when we talk about the the next round, I'm excited but, about that series too. Yeah, that's gonna be a good. That's gonna be a great series, and I hope San Jose gets swept. But moving on, <laughs> let's go to let's go to Nashville, Dallas. Another upset here. It's the theme of the playoffs. 
you know what? Boring series. A round of applause for Dallas. Yeah, the last two games were fantastic. The last two games were fantastic. Yeah, I thought that Nashville had this series pretty much in the bag. It was just a nice coast, like a nice easy series for Nashville to have in the first round, and and Dallas came out. It's one of the most shocking. No, wait, hold on. That was Columbus, and it was also the Islanders, and it was also. Every other upset. <laughs> yeah, the list goes on. This is a low-level upset <laughs> in these playoffs. It's a, it's when any other year, any other year, this would be a crazy upset. This year, it's yeah, uh, just yeah. another series. But you know what? Credits to the to the stars. They beat. Uh, well, I'm not. Beat I'm not surprised that the first line performed so well. I'm surprised that the second line played so well. Like I didn't. Yeah. I barely knew who Rupe hints and you know who who he was and Jason Dickinson and. Um, Zuccarello played great. So, like, that line, I think, was one of the big difference makers in that series. They played fantastic. Hintz was playing and, in the AHL most of the year. Yeah, like, they, he, I mean, I, I, was Dickinson in the AHL this year, too? I think he was. I think he only played, like, 50 games. So, they talk about, you know, stepping up at a big time, right? So, yeah, those guys played fantastic. Controlled the puck, lots of speed. Um were great defensively, just pinned Nashville in their own zone and uh yeah. I mean they, they got the they got the um result they wanted. True. Ben Bishop, man. Yeah, Ben Bishop played great. Ben Bishop. Where does Nashville go from here though? What do you, like they gotta make some changes, They're right? They're getting old. They missed their window. They trade C Man, don't you? Oh god. Yeah, I guess you kinda do. You trade Subban, open up some cap, try and get Tolvin in playing to an NHL they got, caliber. They got uh, Fabro there too, right? So they got some young guys at least. Yeah. Um, what do you do with Pekarene? Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. I actually thought he played out? pretty. I thought he played pretty well. He I mean, fine. I think I think that Nashville just played pretty pretty terribly the last two games. Their D was terrible. Soros looked really good to end the year though for Nashville. So they have uh, they got a guy that's going to be good. What if they get rid of PK, trade PK, and try to sign Carlson? That'd be interesting. Might be a solution, right? They're already old. Do you want them to get old and injured? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's true. Yossi and uh, Carlson would be fun to watch. Though. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, sure. yeah, it would. Yeah, hey, it's not sure. like Subban's bad back there. I know you're biased, Habs fan. It's all right. Uh, he wasn't very good in the series, time, though. He wasn't very he, good. Yeah, then. he wasn't very yeah. good in the series, but he's, he's still an elite defenseman. There's, there, there's a reason why 32% of the players in the NHL voted for him to be the most overrated player in the NHL, right? He's not true. the greatest. He's not. He's overrated. I, he's not worth $9 million. Would you pay him $9 million? No. We don't What'd have any rate defensemen, so I think I might. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, no, you got Evan Bouchard. He's oh, he's coming right. up. Yeah, just yeah, four points in his first three points in his first AHL game. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Great playoffs. Good for him. That was awesome. Okay, let's go to the let's go to the St. Louis um, Winnipeg series. Unless you guys have anything you want to say more about that that series. No, it was yeah, pretty boring up until the end there. The last, so, yeah. last game or two. Yeah. Well, this series I, I think was anything but boring. St. Louis Winnipeg was hell of a series. So fun. This is another team where I don't know where they go from here, right? Like, Winnipeg's going to have to make some changes. We kind of talked about that when we talked about the Canadian teams at the start, but um, they're probably going to lose some players, and you kind of got to wonder if the window for them is closing a little bit here. Maybe... I think it's, it's 
on its way down, but I don't think it's one that's going to slam hard. I think they have opportunity to still save it. Uh, it's just going to depend on what management does and who decides to stay and who decides to leave. They could be in a little bit of trouble with their defense, uh, with Myers and Truba potentially leaving. So it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, this they got, they like got some uh, some young defensemen, though. They got Sammy Niku, and they also got, uh, I think it's Logan Stanley. He's a big 6'5 D-man. D I don't know if he's ready to make the jump yet, but... Um, they have some guys got, coming up that can replace Truba. Yeah. They also got Christian Veselainen, right? Unless did they trade him? No, he's he's in the NHL. He's still there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they got some young guys. I mean, I think my biggest concern with that team is Hellebuck. I don't know if I honestly like. Let me. He's a great. It's a good regular season goalie, but is he the guy that you that you want in your net when it's you know game six, game seven, elimination? Like, I I, I don't for, know. For those guys, it, they're not until they are. That you know you don't trust them until they prove they can do it. Yeah, it, it's well, hard to make enough. that judgment on a guy until he, you know, proves time and time again that he can't do it. It's only been two years since he's really been the starter there. I think it's he just he he reminds me a lot of like Dubnik, where it's like yeah he's good he's gonna make a lot of those saves that you know you expect him to make, but is he gonna make a lot of the saves where it's like, you know, he really stole one there? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough even in the regular season like he's a great goalie if you need him to you know stop the outside shots you know make the, the make the first save all that stuff but is he going to be the guy that's going to make that cross crease sensational save and you know help your team win like when they're really not playing very well mm -hmm. because Winnipeg's a pretty inconsistent team so i don't know well props to St. Louis for taking advantage and completely turning their season around after a new year yeah they played they played unbelievably well in that last game uh, to knock the the Jets out. I thought, you know, Jaden Swartz stepped up and pretty much did it all himself there. So, uh, congrats to him, right? Yeah. 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 Got you got anything you want to say about the series, Ben? Anything else? Uh, no, I thought I, I thought it was really fun to watch. I think Bennington is yeah going to be a stud Bennington. for a long time. He looked yeah, really he good. Well. Besides that one game, uh, he was really good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think the Blues have some potential to make some noise here, man. I really do. I think they could win. They, oh, they're riding so hard right now. Yeah. Anyone yeah, can win at this point. Anyone can win Open game. Would you say that they're one of the favorites to win now? Uh, I, I would put them in like, you know, like, let's say that we, we split the remaining teams into two groups, like the four favorites and then the four underdogs. I would put them in like one of the upper echelon teams where I would expect them to go farther, right? Yeah, out of the West at least. Well, I mean, we'll see. We'll Dallas, see what so. we'll see what we do when our round two predictions come. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. All right, that. all right, fair enough, fair enough. Well, then let's go to uh, some predictions that you guys got right, and I look like a dumbass. Uh, <laughs> Calgary, Colorado, <laughs> harsh on yourself. I, I totally. Hey, wait, I totally. Hey, said, that's... I said Colorado in five, didn't I? Grayson, that was a fair Calgary. assessment of yourself. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm. You know what? I'm pretty Just surprised kidding. on this one. I, I like. The Flames played terrible. Hey, There's no way Zane to joke about this. They I, are terrible. I'm not surprised. They're they showed they're not, exactly their true not, colors. They're not. They're not that bad guys. They showed their true colors. This team is not a playoff team. Nope. Their Johnny Gaudreau is not a playoff player. The game changes when we flip to playoffs, and you know, like it or not, that's what happens. The whistles go away. The plays get harder to make. The checks get more intense. Like, there are other players that can do that. Jonathan Marcheseau, uh, 
who who are some other young guy, the smaller guys that can get it done in the playoffs? He's probably the prime example. Johnny Gaudreau simply couldn't, and he hasn't been able to. There was one year he, you know, put up some points, but that was against the Canucks. Like, who cares? Uh, hey. He's just <laughs> no offense. <laughs> None taken. That was uh, sorry, I'm we just roasting all there. the Canadian teams. I'm just <laughs> roasting all the Canadian teams right now. So, yeah, they they didn't play well. They didn't deserve to. They didn't deserve to even win a game this series. And Mike Smith ended up pulling one out for them. Uh, I actually hope they trade Gaudreau. It'd be hilarious. He's a great player in the regular season. It'd be just be really funny to see him uh, get traded. I just all right. I just right, go ahead. It, it happened exactly how I thought it was gonna happen, except for the first game where Mike Smith looked unbeatable and then all of a sudden he was nah he was okay he was okay that he was bad and he was bad and uh that he just couldn't hold up against you know that top line of colorado and that's that's what i predicted all that's what i thought was going to happen is that that first line even though they only have one and a half maybe two lines that first line is going to be so dominant with rantanen and, and mckinnon especially uh and those guys you know those guys went, went nuts and landisco i guess did too but uh they're just not like Mike, they just don't have the goaltending to to deal with that. And uh, Grubauer played out of his mind, played really, really well. And the Colorado defense was good enough. And you know, it was that's kind of what I thought was going to happen. And it went went about the way I thought. They won and won quicker than I thought they were going to. That's for sure. I think they just kind of shocked the Flames. And once the Flames lost at home, I think it was, you know, I think they realized they were in some trouble. So uh, it went about as I expected. Uh, after that first game, I was definitely a little nervous. But I uh, said so after that, uh, you know, it went just about how I had hoped it was going to go, and I, that was a really fun. I, honestly, that was a fun series to watch too, even though it was over so quick. Uh, that was that was definitely a fun one. Colorado Avalanche versus Mike Smith. Yeah, <laughs> pretty entertaining. See, I, I'm surprised because I, I, okay, the whole Gaudreau thing doesn't surprise me very much. But I thought I was you know expecting a lot more out of like Backlund, uh, Monahan, Brody. Yeah. And, Brody no, Brody's terrible. He's he's the worst player on the team. Um, but wow. like Giordano, uh, hot takes. Uh, he, I've I've never seen that guy play well. I I don't get it. He's overrated to me, anyways. That's just my opinion. But no, like the the Monahan, you know, like the Backlund to Chuck, uh, like like these guys, Elias Lindholm, you know, some bigger guys that maybe you could you know get the puck in and forecheck. They just never did it the entire series, and they didn't play defense very well. Um, that was the that was the biggest surprise to me. Was I thought that those guys were going to be better than Colorado's b- bottom guys, right? Like right. especially the Tchuk line. I thought that Tchuk, Backlund, and for Leak, or Bennett, or whoever they throw on that line, was going to be the difference maker. And they were. It turns out that the Flames' bottom six was just so bad. Like James Neal got a healthy stretch the last game. <laughs> just brutal signing. Brutal. He was terrible. Yeah. And it was. You could really say that for like their bottom six. And I mean, even. The, I mean, their top nine. They're, they're top twelve. Fuck it. Was just terrible. I don't. I don't know what else to say. Like, I'm. They were I'm all surprised. Bad. They needed yeah. to just get drunk together again like they did a couple years ago or last year. I don't remember when that was. But, you know, they, they didn't play like a team. They didn't play well, and they're, they're just not good. They had a good regular season coming back in the third period, and, you know, relying on streaky goaltending. But when it came down to it, they didn't have it. So where I do they think... – Go ahead, Grayson, sorry. So I was I was just going to touch on that. You were going to say where do they go from here, right? Right, because that's two years in a row so to sweep and a five I games. I f- think the solution is – I'm not sold 
and this may be a hot take. I don't think Sean Monahan's the number one center. And I think that's going to be their is I think that's their kryptonite. I think he's going to yeah. have to play on this for them to succeed, they need him to be a second line center and they need a guy like I I don't know to step up and, and play on that or even another guy to play be, they, like they need somebody who can move backland down the lineup to be the third center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cuz I think we really saw that Monahan got exposed by McKinnon that that oh total that series right yeah just couldn't keep up with them at all how much are they so, paying Monahan I think it's just six million all right it's the enough. same contract as as Gaudreau, right they they got some they got pretty good good contracts both mm-hmm. of them so yeah I don't know they I don't they got to do something to get rid of that Neil contract all, all that um, money for James Neal yeah oh. they got to get rid of that I wouldn't be surprised I honestly wouldn't be surprised if like the Senators or like the Habs maybe we have some cap space jumped on that and then bought him out or whatever you know to kind of like the the Steve Mason Armia thing what we did at the start of the year I don't know if you guys know that deal but you know eat some what cap happen? which deal well you, you just you just take like a bad contract off a team and then you get you know some assets like we got Joel Armia for free and we also got a, a free draft pick for taking Steve Mason off the Jets we gave them nothing we gave him Sattenborg hmm. so enough. It's It'd be enough. like, you know, Ottawa trading them like a fifth and then they get back like Neil and some sort of prospect. I don't know, like Spencer Fu or uh, Oliver Shillington or, or something like that, right? Oh, that, that that is some prospect right there that you're trading. Which prospect? Like that is a good prospect that you'd have to, to deal out to. to well, yeah, to, that's reality because yeah. he signed for four more years, right? Like, geez. Well, at the same time, they're not going to be the only team looking to dish out a bad contract. Tampa will probably be doing it with Callahan. I think, I think that's the one though where like you can maybe you have a little bit of faith that this player is going to turn it around. Whereas opposed to like your guys' bad contract with Louis right. Erickson and Lucic, I think we have pretty clear ideas that both those guys are done in the NHL. Right? Yeah, like he's they, only had like James Neal. This is his first bad year. He was legitimately good yeah. last year, but I, I mean, with a guy that's getting maybe up there it was just a bad team. fit. Maybe, but you also worry that the age is catching up to him, and I don't know that. Yeah, I, I, I that's scary, I'm just scary saying, territory. I'm just saying, if there was a bad contract that you would want to take, I think right. Neil's would be the most like maybe the least scary because it's paid? only one bad year. It's only five, I think. Five okay, so eight seven bad. five. Okay, five so eight seven. Okay, five seven five. Four. Five seven five. Sorry, five seven five. So maybe you make the team retain retain like fifteen percent of the salary or something like that, and drop it down to like four. Yeah, and that that's not that scary of a contract to take. No, right? that's not bad. So, um, the other thing I, I'm gonna be interested in to see is what they do with their goaltending because I think Mike Smith is a free agent now, right? Yep. So maybe like it's Riddick season. Is it Riddick, or they do it? Do they do they in the off season try to find um a solution? Maybe they bring Smith back for a year. I don't know. Maybe bring Brian Elliott back. Oh, God, God no, oh, God. <laughs> no, no God. I think a lot of Flames fans would be really pissed off if they came back with the exact same goaltending. You know, you know what they could do is I think Varlamov is a free agent. Yeah, he is. He is. They could go after Varlamov. He's going to want a probably a decent sized contract though for a guy that's always hurt. Yeah, but they got Riddick, so they do. They do. I wonder if Riddick will be pissed if they sign another starter because I think he probably feels like it's about his. Oh, he probably yeah. wants the reins, right? Yeah. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Who wouldn't? 
They did make that free agent signing for some Russian goalie. I'm not even going to try yeah. to pronounce his freaking yeah, no, name. Yeah. Like, that that name is, yeah. I, I saw it. There was some tweets about him and Koskinen getting compared. I was laughing at that. I don't know if Zane saw those. Did you see those tweets? Uh, I did not see which goalie this, the Toronto said. media. No, no, no. They oh, were just saying that that goalie was still a better signing. They're like, I don't know his name, but he's still a better signing oh, than uh, Koskinen. Koskinen, yeah. We'll see so, if he bounces back next year. Koskinen? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, well, let's go to the East then. And let's start with um, sweet, <laughs> sweet music ever. to me. Well, you know what? All credit to the Leafs. I think they played a hell of a series. They played, like, they, they, they took Boston the brink, right? They out, I think they outplayed them in Game 7, and they got bailed out by, or Boston got bailed out by Rask, and Anderson playing quite bad. It all, oh, same thing up on... happened again. Yeah, it happened year. again. Bad they... goaltending, bad defense for Toronto in Game 7, and it ended up costing them. They blew three one-game leads. They were up one nothing, 2-1, 3-2. They blew each one of them, and you can't do that. You need to put a strangle on the series and win that next game, and they weren't able to do it. The Leafs, unfortunately, I, I wish there was more of a dramatic exit that the Leafs had, but I'll, I'm content with this one. The Leafs... Uh, this one was just sad. They need to go it back to the spreadsheets. I... I'm pretty content because now I can go back to hating Boston. Yes. Like, job, well, <laughs> job well done. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. Now I can hate you again. Uh, go Columbus. But I hated you. Um, man, I, 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 this is a third time that Addison's blown a three a three two series lead in his career. He did it twice with uh, Anaheim, and now he's done it again with Toronto. I mean, the guy you gotta maybe question like, again with the same thing with Hellebeck. Like he's a great goalie, but can he get it done? When it's crunch time, can he can he can he elevate his game and make you and help you win the series? I I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's got a mental block. He might. I really goalies, like. I love playing goalie. So tough, goalie. man. Like you don't have to tell me, bro. <laughs> don't have to tell me. Yeah, everything's just got to line up perfectly, and you know, Freddie Anderson could be in the same mindset as. What do you mean? Wait, what? What do you mean by that? Oh, what I mean is like. Freddie Anderson could have been in the exact same mindset as Tuka Rask, but just the way the puck bounced and the way the the shots happened, like he looked scared. Like you could you could tell by his body language, right? The way he was moving around, he looked late and he, like he was he was late on picking up reads. I know that wraparound right at the start of the game, where I think it was Pasternak almost put it through between his legs, and he was late sliding over. Like you could just tell, like he he was kind of off, and it wasn't until he kind of made that. Um, that that save of Marchand where I was like, okay, he's kind of settled in now. Until that point, he looked nervous and scared. Where Rask from the very start of the game, and I'm a I'm not a Rask fan. I think Rask mm-hmm. is overrated, but I you just knew that he was gonna have a good game, right? He yeah. made that save on Matthews that one timer save from the slot, and you're like, okay, he's dialed in. Like this yeah. guy's ready to play, and it yeah. just wasn't the case with Anderson. Kick save and a beauty. I think we need to Kick talk about Mike back Mike Babcock. Yeah, we do. What are you? What are you guys' thoughts? I might have a hot take here. Oh, I I don't think that they should fire him, and uh, teams don't fire coaches anymore. They reassign the, their duties, but I don't think that they should. Uh, he should still come back as a coach next year. He needs to be given the chance to adapt. You have eight million dollars a season put into Mike Babcock. That to reassign him after two years is just not a good business move. You need to let him 
adapt and play his players longer because okay. top players longer. And they only played Matthews 18 minutes. I, I, have a, I have a question, though, regarding to the, the contract situation. If they, let's say, reassign him and another team approaches and asks, hey, can we hire this guy? And they hire him. They, they don't have – they stop paying him, right? Like the other team picks the up other that contract? The other team picks up that contract, yes. Okay. So having said that, I think it's time for a change. I think they should or reassign him or do whatever they want because if your guy is Matthews, if that's your guy, right – you can't have your guy and your head coach not on the same page. It just won't. It doesn't work. Look what happened with Pittsburgh when they had um, the guy before Mike or Mike Sullivan. I can't remember. He was the old Portland Winterhawks coach. Yeah. He lasted like half a season. They were terrible. He got ousted. Sullivan came in and they won the cup. Right. Yeah. It's that like sometimes it's that simple. And I thought Matthews had a great series and he didn't have a great game seven, but. At the end of the day, if he's your guy and he's not having a great game, you live and die by him, right? Like, play him. No, you live and die by Patrick Marlowe, 39 years old. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what do you think, Ben? Do you think you think they should keep him around? Do you think they should get rid of him? What do you, what do you think? Uh, you know, I think you give him one more year. Um, I think they definitely need, he yeah, and Matthews need to sit down and hash it out. I think one more year. and if they, They've already know, done that, though. Yeah, I think it's one more. One more year. He, yeah, here's they the get thing. Ousted you, again. What about half a year? Maybe half a year. Sure. Like maybe and if they maybe struggle, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Like because depending on the changes they make in the offseason, because there's gonna be a lot of changes to this team. Yes. I, yeah. I, I mean, I think there's gonna be like six or seven new faces on that team, right? At least. Uh, just yeah. Because like, at least they don't have the cap space to. Yeah, they, they know, gotta they gotta guys. bring in some new guys. So you know, they get some six. new faces. I you know what? I yeah, give them half a year next year. And then, if there isn't an improvement, like if they're not fighting for that worst that that first um, seed in the in the um, Atlantic, in the I think it's probably time for a change before right. it's too late, right? Because you don't want to see the same thing again. Well, they're gonna match up if, if it happens again. They're gonna match against against Boston. The same thing's gonna happen. Like they can't beat them in the playoffs. Yeah, you know what? I agree. Put them on the hot seat, and you know, let them. I think he has to be adapt or die, basically. Seat. Yeah, I I wanna I wanna talk about Boston too, though, because. I think that we're starting to see the 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 decline of this empire, so to say. I think that they're starting to look. I think Bergeron Bergeron is starting to look a little slower than he has the past couple of years. Um, Char is getting older. I don't know how long he's got left. And once those two guys are gone, I think Bergeron's uh, still here for another five years minimum. Like he he'll be. You fine. think? Oh yeah. Uh, he looked kind of. I think their window is kind of off. The, yeah, I I agree. And I, I think Chara is not meant for the playoff hockey anymore. He's he's big and strong, sure. He is so slow. He gets burned so many times. Like he's honestly like a little he bit of a smart, liability though. out he, there. He's good with his stick. He is. He he takes he takes some dumb penalties with it though too because he can't he can't wheel enough. Like I don't know. Yeah, true. He, he I I think next year is his last year, uh, at least in Boston, because I think they're going to say, okay, we signed you to do one more year, and uh, you know he just he's too slow. Well, I, w- I would think they would say, like, respectfully, like, hey, I think it's time Please to retire, retire man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, absolutely. You don't want to do a Coyotes Shane Doan. That's, that never looks good. So. <laughs> you guys also got to remember, this is a Boston sports team. They're not going away anytime soon. They're going to find pieces to But who do they have? Gaps. Jake DeBrusque to si- start. No, okay, that's one guy. Who, who's in their system, though? I don't know their full list of prospects offhand. The, but it's, it's not much. I'm it can't be much. Sure. They've been good for so long. Like, it can't be... 
they can't. Well, they, they had that the year where they had the three first round picks. Well, you're just blew. thinking the Oilers. There's a lot of teams that are able to. <laughs> well, no, to yeah, get like, like Detroit. They, they they kept it going for a long time, but um, I, I don't know. I just get the feeling with this team, like once Bergeron's got Bergeron's gone, like centers are so important in this league. I can tell you as a Habs fan, I watched like ten years of them not having any centers. Right, it's hard to win. So, yeah. um. Well, on D, they have a I'm couple a of decent guys. Erho Bakaganen, uh, Jakob Zaboro. Those two aren't... Yeah, but you can have defensemen. Uh, but if you don't have the sentiment, it's hard to win. And how long does Rask have left, too, right? Jakob Forsbaka Carlson. Forsbaka wow. Carlson. Yeah, he's a, he's a good he's player. He's a good prospect, and he's a center as well. So I think I Rask think has, like, the two years. I think... I say they have a window of maybe, like, next year, maybe one more, and I... And if they don't get younger, I think they're going to be in a little bit of trouble for sure. I'm, I'm also uh-huh. saying this just in terms of how how good the, the Atlantic is because Montreal is getting better. The Panthers should, in theory, be better next year with Joel Quenville and yeah. that roster they have. You got um, – who else is in the Atlantic? I mean, Buffalo, like, sooner or later, right? <laughs> no. You, you think no? so? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh... Sooner or later, the Senators will catch up. Maybe. Well, seven years. <laughs> seven years, yeah. Well, goodbye, um, Toronto, and good riddance. <laughs> I think that's the main yeah. takeaway. Okay, it's not that... Okay, I just don't like the Toronto media. That's And the fans. I'm sorry, you fans out there, but sometimes you guys just need to chill. The media is what really pisses me off. The Toronto media is the worst in the league, and it's not even close. I, you know what? You guys don't have to deal with it as much, though, as being a Habs fan. Those guys... They come into our subreddit, and they're just fuck. They're assholes. The I, Leafs I media them. are obsessed with the Oilers and McDavid. And, and the Bruins, the Bruins fans come into the subreddit, and they're like, you know what? I hate you, but I respect you. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I respect you too. Well, half your fans only speak French, Leafs. so they're they're not bothered by it. <laughs> like they can't understand what the fuck's going on. Exactly. The Leafs media is just the most offensive of their team I've ever seen, and they literally like anything, Lash any, any criticism anyone has of their team, yeah. And they just go off. Like, it's, I've never, like, James Myrtle on Twitter. Oh, oh, I can't stand him. Yeah, that's, he is a bad one. Who is the guy? Who's the guy who's talking about McDavid trade requests this offseason? I hope he's oh, God. feeling the flack right now with Matthews. What, what do you guys think Marner's number is going to be? Offer sheet or not? 12. What's his, What's the number? Between 11.5 and 12.5, I think. 12. 12? It's 12. Because he's getting offer sheeted. Oh, I can see 12. Wait, like, which team is offer sheeting him? Vancouver? No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's too yeah, much yeah. to give up. It's... Too much to give up for, for one point. What do you mean? You don't, you don't have to give up anything. You, look at your look at your farm system. Picks, You don't though, need so any more picks. So many. You're Mitch Marner for eight when you, years. When you got to start paying Bess or Patterson, like, you're going to need those picks to supplement the guys you exactly. lose. That, we're going to have too much... But our cap will be through the roof if we if we sign him and lose all those picks. Ah, uh, that's a problem for another day. You, I, if, <laughs> dude, if you can get Mitch Marner, you get Mitch Marner. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I'd rather I think than, the Habs. I'd rather than I think go the after Habs Jack go Hughes. for it too. I think the Habs offer sheet, sheet him. I think Carolina offer sheets him. I think. I think there's gonna be a lot of offer sheets if they I, don't sign that guy. <laughs> and then nothing. I happens. think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be open season. And nothing bro. happens in the summer like usual. I actually think yeah. the Canucks should go after Jack Hughes instead of uh, Mitch Marner, though. Can That's you stop with that? I think we should after Bo and Byram. That's who I want. Yes. 
Thank you. That's a smart boy I right there. I want Hughes and Hughes, the second brother pairing. I do yeah, too, you but want it's going to cost no, way too much. Way there's too no much. need for it. They already have centermen. They got forwards. They need some defensemen. Oh, yeah, Mitch Burner's going to be yeah, good. I, I, just, I just said it. Yeah. Owen Byram. Uh, <laughs> hey, that, you know what, though? If they get Mitch Marner, it lets them trade um, something. I don't know. They don't really have much else. We don't have I just, I just want. So. I just want to. I honestly just want to see Marner and Pedersen together. <laughs> hey, Jesus. no problems with me. But what is it? Four first round picks? Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, Anything over four, like yeah. eight or something like oh. that is four four picks. That is a but lot Mitch, of first round picks, and but especially. Mitch but Marner. if we keep Jim Benning on, even if we fire him as GM and keep him as, or not even Jim Benning, just keep Judd Brackett. Like our drafting's so good that even I'm worried to give up first round picks, especially because these guys can find Brock Besser's at like you know later on later on in the draft so yeah fair enough but you also got to understand that toronto's going to match whatever you know people offer sheet oh yeah and uh he's going to sign with toronto which he's is going to so. which is going to be the downfall of toronto because i'm not saying he's no leaving money. i'm just saying he's getting offer sheeted that's probably but no one ever offer sheets which is so annoying mitch murder has to accept the off sheet for that to happen which i yes, don't think and will he won't happen. he won't no 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 he he's can use it to threaten him but he won't sign. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's going to go, look, I can take this $12 million, yeah. give me $12 million, and then they'll give him $12 million. Yep. So. Um, okay, that's enough of that. Let's go into um, Tampa Bay, Columbus. Shortly wrap it up. We've already talked about this. Massive upset. Uh, does anybody want to say anything else about this? Do we want to talk about maybe some changes that could happen in, in Tampa? I, wanna... I, think everyone stays st- I think everything stays steady for one more year in Tampa. Oh, yeah, I think, you know, you call this one a fluke and yeah. you move on. You don't do anything dumb and you come back. Well, they the got to resign year. point. They got to resign point. Which they will. So how much Fair, okay, you make the get? necessary changes that you have to, but you try and keep the core intact as much as possible. And you, so, so that's you what I'm saying. Who are, who's gone? Who's gone so they can sign point? Like, who, who do you axe? Kalorn? Tyler Johnson? Kalorn? Or Palat? Well, who's, who's the bad contract? I think Kalorn or Palat. Callahan? Callahan. Ryan Callahan? Yeah. There you go. Thank that's you. the yeah. that's the heart of that team though, isn't it? Uh, Braden points the new heart. Yeah, <laughs> this is heart transplant, bro. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> open heart surgery. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah open, open heart surgery. I guess you got to. All right. Them. Let's let's just quickly move on the other series because you know what? <laughs> Poor Tampa, right? <laughs> Not really. We, we we heaped on them enough. We talked yeah. about their Twitter thing and all that. I stuff. guess I guess same thing here with New York Pittsburgh. Um, not much to say about this one. Not a whole lot. Pittsburgh, besides Pittsburgh looks like shit and i guess they're, they're, I think they're in a little about, bit of trouble they're talking about trading kessel i and i think and they should. Tang. i think they they're should trade both Tang's of them. name's been thrown out you think both of them i think at least kessel definitely they kessel. should trade all four of them you know how quick that rebuild would be honestly <laughs> they that, could, that they would have like seven first round time. they could have like seven first round picks next year with 30 plus year old crosby and malkin no i'm saying trade those two as well oh what yeah. Hold on, you say, hold on. Are you saying they should trade Sidney Crosby? No, I'm not saying they should. I said imagine if they did, they'd have like seven like first round picks. I don't think yeah. any. I don't think you can. No. <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't think you can either. No. You know what? I, I think you could trade Malkin, uh, Latang, and Kessel, but you can't trade Crosby. Yeah, How to get beheaded by Mario Lemieux? One on one trade Sidney yes. Crosby. Yes. Correct. Yeah. I I don't think um I don't think that they'll they'll like the trades that I think they'll make. Uh, if they trade Latang, will be for like a younger D with potential, right? Like they're not gonna trade for like picks. They're gonna trade yeah. for like actual players. Does, does GM Jim Rutherford get canned? Uh, no, I don't think he yet. does because this isn't his fault, right? Like, How what, isn't it? He, he, who who was hurt? He's won two cups. 
it's it the it's just natural progression like the time the timing is is ending it's age right i don't think that's his fault now you let him try to rebuild for a couple of years or transition and if he doesn't do that then you fire him Fair it's kind of like stan it's kind of like uh stan bowman in chicago right yeah, yeah. you know true you let him you so. let him you let those guys ride out their contracts and keith siebert yeah. can you see what you, you see know, what picks they make the you see what picks they make with their you know if they get some higher picks like Bowman's made some great picks in the last couple drafts, I think. Uh, and he's done some good deals. He's got Strom and stuff. So, like, I think you let – Rutherford's a good GM, so let him do his thing. He's pretty good with making trades and stuff. Just don't let yeah, them linger on too far because then you get in the winner's situation. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, fair enough, where they're just trying to win over and over and over. And, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like – it's kind of like the Flames, too, uh, like six, seven years ago where they just – they made the Stanley Cup Finals and they refused to – admit the time was over all right well let's go to the next series and this one's not even over yet uh do we want to kind of wait let's maybe wrap back around we'll do some uh, this one's in going into double it's going overtime into right double now. overtime yeah yeah three three car, the, the car watch series love me some double overtime love me some carolina t- taking it to overtime in game can seven we get, uh, can we get one of these series going to quadruple overtime please how amazing is the last would that one. be to watch Oh, it doesn't matter one, if it's right? first round, second round, third round, Stanley oh, Cup finals. Yeah. Like just one of yeah. these series, quadruple overtime. That would be oh such a treat. You're up three a.m. on the East Coast and just <laughs> half asleep. I'm all for it. Nah, okay, let's it. let's go back to the West, and we'll run through our sorry second our second round, round predictions, predictions. Yeah, uh, and then we'll see if it's over by the time we wrap back around. Hopefully so, not. Hopefully not. Um, let's take quadruple ho- overtime today quadruple overtime so i think the first series that we can talk about let's start at the top is colorado san jose now i'm very interested to see what you guys have to say because you guys are very high on colorado and you weren't very high on san jose so does that mean that you guys are going with colorado abs in five abs in five that's my boy okay okay elaborate why are you going abs in five i think eric carlson is just like being held together life by support? the yeah he's being held together by duct tape it's not good but somehow he goes and sets a almost sets a record for most assists in a playoff series by a defenseman like the guy's a god but he he's it's to the point where you know you go to a brutal series in game seven and you come and play a fresh fast colorado team they stand no chance that's what do you think abs and five abs and five okay (laughs) 100%. Hundred uh, percent. Why? The same exact thing. This team is beaten. You know, San Jose is beaten and bruised. Uh, you know, like a hell of a series against Vegas. They just expended all their energy to come back and win. You know, three games in a row, um, and then to play overtime uh, in back-to-back games. You know, Pavelski. Who knows how long he's hurt? They're just they're they're old too. Like they're old, so they're beat and. Uh, they're just no match. Their speed is no match for Colorado. I think the exact same thing is going to happen. Martin Jones, you know, is not a good goaltender right now. Uh, he's been good the last two games, I guess, but I, he's not good. He hasn't been good all year. And uh, I think the exact same thing happens as against the Flames. I actually just want to quickly play devil's advocate, unless Grayson, you have the, the Sharks. Nah. Uh, what? What do you? What are you? Uh, what are you going to say? Here? Well, maybe. 
Calgary just wasn't great, and that's why Colorado advanced, and the whole Pavelski incident. No, has... fuck you. Abs in five, baby. Let's go. Abs <laughs> in five. <laughs> Nathan McKinnon is going to tear them Let's apart. Let's go. Grayson's on the bandwagon. Um, Let's go. Eric, Eric Carlson and Brett Burns. Pff, what do you th- Those are both offensive defensive, man. We got Nathan McKinnon. We got Miko Ranson. We got Gabriel Lannistog, dude. And I'm, that's it? I'm, my, my jersey's ordered. I'm, I'm on Your the jersey bandwagon. Let's fucking go. Welcome to the fucking train. <laughs> no, I'm not going that far. But no, abs in five. Let's go. I love abs it. Five. I love it. We love um, abs in five. All right. That, that defense in San Jose is too offensively built, and they're not – I mean, we all know that Eric Carlson's a great defenseman, but he can't skate backwards. That's his own quote. How is he going to defend against Nathan The McKinnon? fastest line in the NHL. <laughs> yeah. Skating and Grub, You know what? Grubauer has looked fantastic. I think he's been a real uh, – like, people haven't really talked about him, but he's a big reason why they won that series against oh, yeah. Calgary, too. He played really well when he had to. And um, – yeah, if he can keep it up against the Sharks team, we don't know about Joe Pavelski either, so they might be Joe Pavelski-less. Um, yeah, fair. And, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm I, going to go with the I'm going to go with Colorado. Yep. Fair enough. All right. All right. Let's go to the next series. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Dallas-St. Louis. Uh, ben, start it off. St. Louis, 100%. Uh, probably St. in, I'll go in six just cause Bishop's been so good. Uh, but St. Louis has the offense, they have the defense and they have the goaltending. Uh, you'll probably have another low scoring series just cause both goaltenders have been so good and both teams are pretty good defensively. But, um, yeah, I'd say St. Louis in six in a bunch of two, one games. Zane. I'm actually going to go the same thing. <laughs> Let's go. Six. You know, this is a team that I doubted in the first round, and they came out strong against Winnipeg and took them down. Uh, you know, I, I still don't believe in Nashville. I think – or sorry, I still don't believe in Dallas. I, I can't even remember who they're playing. That's that's much I don't believe in them. Uh, yeah, I just don't see them coming out on top against, uh, against St. Louis. However, I will say that I'm not going to completely count them out because if you guys remember, back in December, the star CEO, Jim Lights, called out Ben and Sagan. Oh, that's right. Quotes with, they're fucking horseshit. And <laughs> the team was okay, but they were terrible. And these guys are not good enough. And since then, Sagan had 48 points in 44 games to end the season. Like, they, they went on a run similar to St. Louis, just not as talked about. Uh, so I wouldn't count them out completely, but I do think St. Louis will have the edge uh, in six games. Well, that's a pretty good case you made there, Zane. So, you know what? I'm going to go buy my ticket and hop on that train as well. I'm going to go St. Louis in six Let's as well. Go. I think that, um, I think that the Lions for St. Louis are just going to be rolling against Dallas and they're, they got a different mojo than Nashville. I think they're a very similar team to Nashville, but they're just a, they just they're they're gonna play better. And I think if Nashville played better, they would have beat Dallas. And I think St. Louis is gonna do exactly that. They're just gonna play better, and um, you know Ryan O'Reilly is gonna match up really well against that top line, help shut mm-hmm. them down. They got some depth. They got some great defensemen. Um, Bennington's look good, so I don't see why. Um, I don't I don't see why, you know. They shouldn't win. This Stars team does know how to battle, though. 
they can yeah. fight. Like, and not just slash, not drop the gloves and fight, but like battle for pucks, battle for you know possession, yeah. and get and they they're really good at that. So maybe it will. Uh, yeah. Happen. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if this this series actually goes to seven, just because you know. Yeah, fair enough. Because Dallas can score if like they can just blow up, but I I don't think that the, like uh, Dallas is gonna be able to be able to out muscle St. Louis as much as they did Nashville. Yeah. St. Louis is a much bigger team. And they're also uh, used to playing these tight, like they want to be in these two one games, right? And that's how Dallas likes to play as well. They play very defensive, hmm. and St. Louis is, I think, is just going to keep the forecheck going. And uh, oh, it's going to be another boring over. series. It might be. It, uh, it might, might be. be. It's just, I think, it's just how Dallas plays, really. Right. Yeah. yeah that's why I think it's going to be about two what, two one games. Yeah. Okay. Well, let, let's go to Columbus Boston next series. What do you guys think? You want me to start? I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, Columbus. you start. I'm going. I'm going Columbus. I'm gonna go Columbus in five. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Just watching them play against Toronto kind of put me off on Boston, and Columbus is rested, ready to go. And I, just the words that you spoke in that second episode, Zane, uh, Tortorella and the Blue Jackets are gonna take it to them. You know, they're gonna really take it to them. They're gonna dump the puck in. They're gonna forecheck. They're gonna have him in. I like Bobrovsky a lot more than I like Rask. I like the defensive Columbus better. I like the forwards better. I think that they was win across like their matchup wise. If they play like they did in, against Tampa, I don't see how Boston has any chance. What do you guys think, Ben? Um, you know, I I want Columbus to win. I really do, and and. and for that, I'm gonna take them. Uh, this one is tough. Uh, this one, oh, I really so tough. Choose. But I'm gonna go Columbus in seven. I think it's gonna go another seven games. I think they'll have the edge because they'll be much more rested. Um, they're like you said, their forwards. They're just they're so deep. They shouldn't be a wild card. Uh, so I'm not even gonna count them as a wild card just because they're so deep. They play tomorrow. You guys know, hey? I know, I know. Yep. And I but think Boston only had one day off. Right, and you know sometimes that's okay because sometimes they come out firing. That means they're still ready to go, and and your club is maybe you, you know they're well rested and and kind of lazy, not lazy, but you know sometimes it takes a little bit to get the motor going. So I wouldn't be surprised if Boston wins Game One, but I think as the series goes on, Boston wears down, Columbus picks up, and I think they win it in seven games, uh, mainly on the fact that it's Tuukka Rask versus Bobrovsky, and I you know I talked talked a lot of shit on Bobrovsky coming in. Not, not talking a lot of shit, but just doubted his playoff performance, and I'm all past that after after uh, first series. I think he's locked yeah, and loaded, ready like, to go. Like Bob played well last year too. I don't. I think people really underrated how he played. Uh, they lost against Washington last year, but he still played really, really well. And, and yeah. you know he was shaky that first period, but uh, since then he looked since the first period again. of game so one, he's been great. No, yeah, I don't think there's any reason to doubt that team. And Tortorella's coaching style is built for the playoffs, so. He's got his boys yeah, fired up Boston. and ready to go. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna actually disagree with you guys. I'm gonna go with the Bruins in seven games. I, uh, I have them to win the cup this year. You know, this is just a Bruins team that's been through the injuries. They've been through all the adversity in the world, and they're, you know, they got past Toronto. They didn't let the the Toronto slay the dragon against them. They're you know like you guys said they just played game seven they're ready to go they played a great game seven it's not like they struggled through and you know they they got the lead and they held on to it this is a team that's rolling all cylinders and i think they'll come out and uh 
and beat the beat the Blue Jackets in in seven games. Yeah, I don't think it's it's uh, like far far fetched to see that the Bruins will win per se, but it's a feel good um, story for Columbus. There's that, but I also just feel like how Columbus plays system wise is going to be very hard for the Bruins to withstand because the Bruins want to dump the puck in forecheck and use their heavy body to attack defensemen and create, you know, turnovers and giveaways. But that's exactly how Columbus wants to play too. They're a big and strong team. And I think they're also a better skating team than the Bruins and they have more forward depth with better goaltending. Like I, I just see that the, the with more rest and like across the board, I, I feel like Columbus, I didn't think I was going to say this going to the playoffs. I think they're one of the favorites for the Stanley Cup right now. It's going to be weird seeing them in round two. <laughs> like, no, it, it is they've gonna never made weird. it this far. Yeah. You know what? I hope that that crowd is electric, though. Like, that crowd, they you know be. what? 100%. Give the players, like, they better, they better put on a show for the players and really support them because they deserve it. Does Panarin if stay if they win the Cup? Yes. No, I don't think so. I think he does. Wow, I think both teams both might. pulls a Barry Trotz and just leaves. I think. I think. Uh, I think they're both going regardless. I don't. I think that. Uh, and I thought about this too. I think that Panarin wants to go to Florida, especially now because Joel Quenville's there, and he was coached by Joel Quenville in Chicago, so he's probably wanting to go get reunited with his little. Oh yeah, Florida's doing everything and every anything and everything to get Panarin there. <laughs> Which is weird because I feel like they probably want Bobrovsky more. Oh, they can they trade us Hubert to Panarin. to open up room for Panarin. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got Ben. What did you say? Six or seven games? Sorry, I said seven. So so you got uh, Columbus in seven. I got Columbus in. You know what? I'm gonna go six. I think I think five is a little. Too, now that I'm thinking about it, I think five is a little too aggressive. So I'll go six. Don't underestimate uh, the Bruins. I have the Bruins in seven. Okay, seven. All right, and then we'll go to this next series and. Oh wait, still we don't, don't know who's know. playing yet. We still don't know. It's still overtime, guys. It's three three right now. Uh, seventeen minutes left in the second OT. Seventeen. So why don't we just talk about the Washington Carolina series a little bit here? Let's actually talk about. Let's do two segments. We'll do okay. the Islanders versus the Capitals, as if they won, and the Islanders against the Hurricanes, and if they won, we'll cut the other part. Yay! Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well. Islanders and the Washington Capitals. And the Stanley defending Stanley Cup champions move on past Carolina in Game 7. What happens with the Barry Trotz returning to play against his old team? Oh, man. Um, I I can't hop on this Islanders bandwagon for some reason. I can't. I don't know why. I, I still doubt them. It's I because they're terrible. <laughs> so I go... I'm going caps in six. I'm going to cap sweep. They get past this first series in Carolina. They're rolling and they will sweep these terrible Islanders. Ovechkin is going to expose Robin Lehner and they will move on to round three with ease. See, okay. I know you're on the, uh, the caps train there, Zane, but I think, uh, I think you guys, again, underestimate the islanders here they just swept the pittsburgh penguins for christ's sake guys the penguins look so bad though they look so bad did they though did, did the islanders sweep the penguins or the penguins sweep themselves 
Yes. I don't like, know. Did the Avalanche sweep the or not sweep? Did the Avalanche beat the Flames or did the Flames beat themselves? Like, there's well, teams shooting themselves in the front, left and right here. The Islanders, I think, are the only. They're not playing at the Coliseum or Nassau anymore. They're playing uh, in the Barclays Center this round, so that kind of hurts them, I think, a little bit because the crowd's not going to be switching. As, uh, they because they did like a half and half thing this year, so that's just kind of unfortunate. If they idea. make the Stanley Cup switching? final, yeah. Oh, they play in they play in the Barclays. I thought they no, I thought they were playing in Nassau the entire way through. No, I think it's Barclays oh. now. I'm pretty sure on that one. Might want to double check, but yeah. Um, okay. What I'm going to say about this is Washington looks, especially, well, they've looked discombobulated at times against the uh, Hurricanes. Like, they kind of, like, when the Hurricanes get in on the forecheck and they attack them, they kind of look like they don't know what to do sometimes, and they're, like, hemmed into their own zone. Mm -hmm. I think that the power play and the penalty kill if the Hurricanes are better on the penalty kill and better on the power play this series, like special teams wise, this series has been over was over a couple games ago. You got to remember, like but, the the Carolina Arena, like they were rolling in that stadium, and that was the only time yeah. that the Capitals but, but lost the, to these guys. But, okay, so can we confirm if it's in the Barclays Center, if it's in Nassau? Because if it's in Nassau, the Islanders Arena was louder than the Hurricanes Arena, so I I, I don't I don't know. I mean, we look through the forwards. The Islanders probably have better forwards than the Hurricanes did. Um, the defense, I think the Hurricanes easily win that battle. And then goaltending, I mean, Leonard's up for the Vesna, so the Her- the Islanders win that, right? Um, the Caps are without Oshi. He has a broken clavicle. Just had surgery on it a couple days ago. So they got Ovi, Backstrom, uh, Kuznetsov, and Wilson to carry the load. And Carlson, I guess. They're at the, the Barclays Center. Looked... Barclays yep. Center? Okay. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the team has not looked that great, in my opinion. I mean, Backstrom's kind of dragged them. Th- Backstrom and Ovi have dragged them through this series against the Hurricanes. So, I don't know. I don't think it's very far-fetched to see the Islanders win. Um, but I'd probably still go Caps in this one in probably seven, I think. Seven? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just because they have home home ice. Right? They have home ice, yeah. So I'll I'll say that the Caps win in seven. Also the Barkley Center, they're not allowing cash purchases at these games, which is interesting. I will say I think that whichever team wins this game in OT tonight is going to the conference finals. I think that Carolina beats the Islanders as well. And, yeah, whoever wins um, round two, they advance to round three, which is the conference finals. Yeah, I think that the the winner of this Capitals Carolina series is is going to the is going to go to the conference finals. Because um, I think that the Hurricanes they're going to get Sveshnikov back, they're going to get Fogel or um, Furlan back, and Martinuk should have a couple a day or two to rest. So. Because the uh, the Hurricanes have been battling some injuries, right? So, like, what do you guys think? If it's Carolina, New York, I would say that that one also goes to seven, and I'm gonna take the Hurricanes in seven. What do you guys think? Same, exact same. Are you the same, uh, Zena? Oh, I don't even want to pick one of these teams. Close your eyes and just touch. Close one. your arms, dirt. All right, I'll go Storm Surge, Carolina Hurricanes. They've entertained me with Storm their celebrations Surge. all year. 
I hope they bring those back in the playoffs. <laughs> I hope they storm storm surge tonight on Carolina or on Washington Ice if they win. Maybe it's just a hate for the Islanders. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's Barzell. yeah. Why do you hate them so much? Can you? They're can just you, not good outside somebody? of Barzell and Everly and and maybe are, and maybe Lee and Bailey. I'll I'll throw in as well. But okay, this, okay, this... hold on. Let me let me bring, let me bring up their forwards, okay? Um. Um. So. Who, who do you think is bad? Like on their, uh, their entire fourth line. Their fourth line is rated the the eighteenth best fourth fourth line in the NHL. So the worst playoff fourth line. <laughs> I don't. Well, we don't know about on the playoffs, but well, it's yeah. got a role definitely. It's to get in, hit people, and then get the puck on net, get a whistle, and have a face off. That's Who's what they're their fourth? Clutterbuck, right? Martin, yep. and Sizikis. Sizikis. Yeah, Barry yeah, Trotz is playing that team very well, and he's the only reason they're in the the second round, let alone the playoffs. Uh, I just they're not very good. Okay, they're they're top six ish. They got two, four, six. They have Tom they Kunakle eight. playing in their top six, and this is a Tom Kunakle away from Sidney Crosby. Like, they're not good. Yeah, but the third line's okay. Bavillier, yeah, sure, he's all right. Phil Anders Phil is pretty is good, old, uh, and uh, Anders Anders Lee's a good forward. Matt Barzell's a good I, forward. I, I, I included Jordan Anders Lee. Okay, I included Josh Bailey's good. Brock Nelson's good. Bolivier's good. Uh, Valtteri Filppula's good. He's okay. No, he's not. He's old. And now. then he's fine. They have four legitimate forwards and four and a half because I'll give you Brock Nelson. But so does so does Washington. You're making the same argument against against Washington. Or for Washington, they have four forwards. They got Backstrom, they got Ovechkin, they got Tom Wilson, and they got Kuznetsov, who scored his first goal in the playoffs today. So how do you expect Washington to get through this team if they can't even? They, like, they have, only got three players. They have Jakub Verana. He he has not looked good, and he's he's going to look a lot worse against this team. Burakovsky's looked better in spite of that. I haven't even no- you you've noticed him this series. Burakovsky, yeah, he scored the opening goal and. Game one, yeah, or no, in this in this game seven. Oh, did he? Yeah, I see. I haven't watched. I haven't been watching the game He's, seven. Cause... He was a great forecheck play. Stole the puck and roofed him. Great play. Lars Eller is a the perfect third line center that ever any playoff team needs. Yeah, their fourth line's weaker for sure, but their defense is a lot better for than than the Islanders. Uh, their de- their defense has John Carlson and Niskanen, and then it. And Orloff. Orloff, and then and then and Jensen. Oh, Jensen's looked really bad. And then what's that? Siegenfelder, he's looked terrible. Who's and Orpic, and Orpic, Orpic. Orpic. Oh, he's a okay. playoff. Yeah, he's guy. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. And then goaltending, yeah, they got Holtby. So and and you're saying the four the the Capitals only have four forwards. Those four forwards for the Capitals are beyond. No, no, they're good. Better they're than good the, forwards. The Islanders yeah. forwards like. But it's four against against eight or nine, right? That's kind of what I'm saying. Which is the same approach the Hurricanes just gave them, and they they just took them to seven and double OT right now, right? So that's true. Yeah, uh, I I have watched. Like the longer the longer the longer this overtime game goes for in uh, this Washington thing, I think the more it favors Carolina because they have more depth. Fair enough. So these guys are so it's gonna be interesting. It's at twelve minutes right now in double OT. No idea who's gonna win this one. It's crazy. Carolina just killed off a penalty. It's going to be the Capitals. They're going all the I'm way. I'm going to bet on it. Do you want to bet? 
I have all my brackets towards the. They're like the last hope. I just, I man, I don't know why you're so. You think that the the Capitals are going all the way? Like, you think they're going to the, the Stanley Cup final? They're one of the last con, like true contending teams left. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like. I don't even know how they get. They are not going to get past anybody in the Atlantic. Boston or uh, Columbus would beat them up pretty badly. I think. Especially Columbus. Columbus would run them over. Agreed. I think that's the last series they. Win. And then if and then if, if they get to the finals, St. Louis will run them over. Uh, I think Dallas matches up actually really well against them too. They'd run them over. Colorado. Uh, I don't know about Colorado. And then San Jose probably not. I think Washington probably wins that series. But um, yeah, there's like one team. On, on well, I agree. It's wide open. Win. I agree that this playoffs is wide, wide open. open with all the top teams out, and it's going to be really interesting to see who's holding the cup at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay, so let's let's review here. So on the west side, we got uh, Colorado, San Jose. We all said Colorado in five, uh, and then we have St. Louis, Dallas, and we all said St. Louis. I think in six, or did yeah. somebody say seven? Uh, I think it was six. No, we said I, six. Six. I might have said seven actually. I think that could go six or seven. And then Columbus, Boston. Zane was said Boston and seven. Me and Ben said Columbus. I said six. Ben said seven. Um. And then I guess this this rando series where, you know, we don't know who's gonna win yet. Unfortunately, um. I'll say Carolina. I'll say Carolina beats New York and goes to the fight. It goes to the conference finals. <laughs> That'll be my pick. All right. Um, just pick one of the teams. Pick one of these three here. Who, who do you got, Ben? Uh, I got Washington. And then Zane, you got Washington to go to the finals. Yeah. Yeah, I got the Capitals. Or to go to the the conference finals. Yeah, conference finals, Washington. Yep. Yeah. Capitals in four. Poor, poor Islanders. Caps are gonna save right. them. Well, do we? Uh, what what time are we at here? One oh eight. Let's. You know what? Let's uh, just touch quickly on the. Um, there's a hiring in the NHL. Oh, yeah. It was Steve Eisman to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Stevie Y did guys? it. He, they were talking about it all year. He's going back to Detroit. He's going back to Detroit. He finally did. And and now we're going to enter the Eisman versus Sackick era 2.0 with the Wings and Avs. And we might see yep. a uh, future Stanley Cup final between those two teams. Uh, I. Detroit's going to, you know, they obviously have some groundwork that they have to do to get themselves out of a bad spot, but I think CBYO can turn it around pretty quickly, and it, it'll be fun to watch. Um, I don't know how I feel about this one. I think this is a test to see if we, to see if Eisenman actually is a really good GM, or if he just had a really good team around him in Tampa. Yeah. So, oh yeah, he's starting ground, uh, ground zero here. Like he's got Larkin yeah. well, and Manta well, and really. Zadina. Yeah, you they, know he's got have, a few players, but they got they got Valeno, they got uh, Larkin, they got Zadina, they got uh, Michael Rasmussen, and they got and they drafted a defenseman. Oh, Jay McIsaac. Yeah, um, they they have a lot of young, been... unproven talent, and it, it, you know, and the good GM has to make the right decisions on you know when to let those vets go, when to play those young guys, and. It's uh, it's gonna be a tough job for CBY, but I think he's up for it. Agreed. Yeah, I think I think he'll do a fine job. I think he should just pump the brakes a little bit on the 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 Sackic, um, 
the Sackic Stevie Y Cup Finals there. I don't know. I don't know. There's there's a lot of good teams in the East, and it's I don't. I agree with Capitals you that won. Colorado is probably going to be this. Did they? Yeah, game over. All right, I'm going to change my prediction to the New York Islanders. No, the Carolina Hurricanes won. Let's Wait, what? go. What? Oh, the Carolina Hurricanes Hur won. I just got an update. Hurricanes. Yeah, Hurricanes oh, let's go. I told you guys. Oh believe. my God, we're going to have to suffer through Carolina believe. and the Islanders. Oh, who scored it? Please tell me it was. Uh... I think it was Tervinen. Was it Tervinen? He, he's or played he fantastic. Score? Where's Jordan Stahl, Sebastian Otto, Timo Timo Ter Terlinen? No, I can't. Oh, geez, I just butchered that. It name. hasn't updated it yet on my. App. Yeah, it hasn't updated it here either. Damn it! Uh, I have no idea. I don't either. Wow, but... you almost broke my heart there, Zane. I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. Jeez! After the uh, ten minute scrape. All right. Well, this is the part where I say, "I told you so." There you go. Oh, this is such a brutal playoffs. It's brutal. Well, that might be uh, that might be good to finish on. Yeah. Go Canes. Yep. Go Jackets. Go Avs and go Blues. I I guess my next pick to win the cup is gonna be the. I, I, I don't even the know. Bruins. Yeah, Bruins. Yeah, I guess the Bruins. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning into this episode. Um, next week we'll be sure to run down with some of the action that's happened in the second round. Um. Maybe talk about some of the finalists for some awards. Uh, we'll see what we decide on, but definitely tune in next week and make sure to retweet and like our uh, Twitter, our tweets, and follow us on Twitter at Hockey Heaven Pod. Uh, we appreciate all the support that you guys give us, so keep doing that, and uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks a lot.